0: What's good everybody? First, before you listen to this podcast, I just want to say I love you guys and just appreciate with all my heart. Um, I hope everybody's doing super well. I also want to talk about the new hit show, Tea with Gary V, every morning, nine a.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, Facebook.com slash Gary. Um Tea with Gary V, nine a.m. to eleven A.M., two hours of me doing QA with people individually the deepest, deepest in-depth that I've ever done more than ask Gary V. I'm super excited about it. It's on facebook.com slash Gary every morning at nine a.m. Eastern. It's a smash. If you go on social media, people are freaking out. Maybe my best content pillar ever. If you want to get your questions on it. You can ask at 212-931-5731 on my community app. That's where we're taking the questions from. And what I mean by that is you ask the question there, use hashtag T with Gary Vee, and then somebody from my team goes in there and contacts you and actually gets you to be in the prompt for asking the question on the show in video form on Zoom, which is the infrastructure I'm using to then distribute out to Facebook. T with Gary B, the new smash hit show, 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern. West Coast, wake up at that 5.45 time, brush your teeth and get on it. We got a lot of West Coast people on it. Hope you enjoy it. Hope I see you there. Love you guys. See ya. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's super well. Uh, really appreciate you being here with us this morning. Uh, let's get right into it. Today's only an hour, unfortunately, because I have some business to attend. So let's get right into the show. Uh, obviously, like always, take a screenshot, share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook. Good morning, good morning, Tahi or Shane. Nana, What's good?
1: Uh, Tyler. Hi, Maria Good and Danielle. Good morning, Gary, how are Good morning. you? Good morning, guys, what's so, Um Yeah, my name is Maria Lagarda and I am an actress and a content creator. And I'm Daniela Lagarda, I'm a singer and a content creator. So we are here today because a big part of our brand is together as well as we have our own separate brands, since I'm an actress and she's a singer. And um, last year was the hardest year of our life where we went through severe depression, anxiety, um, after losing my brother all while having to do it in the public eye. Um, In the brink of our career taking off, I had just booked an amazing series here in the state. She was on tour. So we really persevered through that. We were able to start a non-for-profit organization in the name of my brother in Colombia, um, open a brown clothing company. I mean, we've been really, really doing great in our careers as content creators. We have millions of followers, everything is going good. So our biggest question for you now is? Is as my sister told you, we are already very strong in the Latin market. we want to figure out how to be able to cross over into the American audience and also reach the Latin X without neglecting our Latino audience that we already have. What do you recommend? How can we do that? And we also want to be able to show the brands that you know we have such a loyal following. We have fans that will buy what we promote. Uh, what do you recommend?
0: So what's great, about, first of all, I'm sorry about the passing of your brother. I'm sure that was ridiculously difficult and congratulations on everything. Um, Thank you. you know, the good news is, you know, Becky G and Bad Bunny and they we've proven this already. Like this, you can cross over, not neglect, you know, the the base and easily play out that you know, Spanglish, Latin kind of crossover play. It really is truly a couple of things. One, it's patience. Two, because really, it is patience. It takes time, right? Yep. Like. You know, I, I love how everybody's like, "Oh, Bad Bunny," and like, you know, people that have been <laughs> fucking with Bad Bunny have been fucking with him for five years, right? So like, while now. right? So like, for me, I, I think it's a couple things. One, similar to let's just use Bad Bunny or Balvin or or any or Nick, Nicky Jam, it is about collaboration with U.S. superstars. There's so many U.S. actors, actresses, content, and definitely music, right, that desperately want to tap in to the Latin culture so they need you as much as you need them so i think it's having the humility and the tact to reach out to some of those artists that you want to collab with right okay. whether it's skits on igtv or youtube with a fame you know with a famous actor or actress or whether it's obviously a song and a collaboration i mm-hmm. genuinely believe that at the level that you're playing at it is collaboration crossover the brands will come the brands thing let me tell you exactly how it happens we put Becky G in our Super Bowl spot this year for Sabra, right? Like, yeah. you know, it. once you do that, then everybody's considering you all the time. It's just one moment uh, in time. And so I, I wouldn't pander as much to the brand play. I would pander much more to the artists that can help you cross over and I would do a ton of collaborations, YouTube stars, TikTok stars, and and obviously actual actors and actresses in your field uh, <laughs> that, that have more of an American audience.
1: Yeah, do you recommend, for example, like in TikTok, right, my audience, my American audience is second heaviest after my Colombian audience. Do you recommend that we start in our TikTok and our Instagram also dropping like just English content ourselves? Because that's a really big part of us. I mean, we were of raised- Of course, of course. But we don't want it- to- I feel like when we do it, our Latin audience is like, no, da, 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 we, we okay. want English, we want English. Of course,
0: of course. No. So no different, you know, that's the most extreme language, and I see it every day. And my answer, whether it's someone in Asia or someone in Colombia or somewhere anywhere else, is post one more time a day. Okay. Okay. Like literally making a video right now and being like, guys, we're going, we we're ambitious girls and we're going there. So here's what we're about to do we're gonna post more often, and sometimes it's in Spanish, and sometimes it's in English, and sometimes it's gonna be in Spanglish, the way we actually talk. So, yeah. okay, you know, I'm Russian, so we, you know, I'm with my parents right now, we start the sentence in Russian, and we end it in English, right? So yeah. I, I think you post more, so and you make the announcement that you're gonna post more, so that everybody doesn't feel like they're missing out on anything. Also, I would 100% when you do English content, pay somebody, it's not expensive, to transcribe it and caption it in spanish.
1: Okay. So just yeah, cuz we, we put subtitles on everything right now. Right. We recently started doing it in order Great. to it American. Oh, yeah, we do it we do it, we'll do it in spanish and we'll do it in english, but we're just trying to figure out how we can target more the our culture of the latin x and really just go there with the english community without making our, you know, people feel neglected. You've, you've got that. this,
0: you know, transcribing, captioning um, collaborations and more content, you're set. Uh, the whole audience is asking for your social handles. So, what's your TikTok and Instagrams? Yes.
1: Mine, I am Miss Lagarda on everything, and I am Daniela Lagarda. Spell Lagarda just so I L- can find you. L E G A R D A. Good luck, ladies. Thanks for being here. Thank you so, nice, so much, Have show. a good night.
0: Ooh. This tea is good this morning. Collabo is the key. Lloyd Barkley, thank you so much for joining us. Kaz Eck, what is good? What about Aussies? What number do we need to text? Kaz, we're going to start taking people from the uh, Twitter is where we're going to start pulling international people from for Tea with Gary V. So if you have a question, please go to Twitter and hashtag it Tea with Gary V. Jay, how are you?
2: Great morning, Gary. It's great uh, to see you again. Healthy energy here from Summit, New Jersey. It's great to see you. I have been a big fan of all of you since I first saw one of your Oh, boy, boy, boy. Um, hey, hey
0: Jay, your your audio's a here muffled. Any way to fix that?
2: You think? Let me see here. Okay, it down a little bit. Is that better? It is a hair better. Keep going. Okay, so um, I'm a 60 62-year young entrepreneur, and one of the things that has been amazing. So I do have a question for you. Yep. <laughs> the story to it is for the past year thanks to claude inviting me to come into VaynerMedia, media and then working with danny and all of your peeps over there for the past year i've been embedded in VaynerMedia, media working with everybody on their well-being um, this little machine over here this body composition machine um the reason why i reached out to you is because when i started watching your videos about what you were doing with mike and jordan and i saw what you're doing and transforming your well-being I was like, yep. you know, i'm curious to see what you know you guys are doing over there so twice a month, I'm at Vayner Media. I've now had the opportunity to be with over 500 of your peeps. and really not just, what's been interesting has not been just um, talking to them about the body composition, but in those conversations, we're finding out kind of like where their thoughts are, what they wanna do, where they have challenges. And what's great is we have the data, but it really becomes a conversation about what they want to create in their life. And one of the amazing gifts I've got from your team is I, was a little, I, was, I have to tell you, I was a little concerned when I was there, I'm like, okay, I'm 62. These guys are all young. I deal well with people that are younger, but I was like, maybe they won't hear what I have to say. And what i found is a generosity of millennials with people that have other experience. I think there's an amazing um, opportunity to create and collaborate. And I've heard you say that in different conversations you've had with people you in interviewed, what you're doing over there. So my question that is during these challenging times, um, during this window of opportunity, what do you see instead of people that are older that think that they can't, you know, they don't know Yeah, it, yeah. It, what do you see as an opportunity to get more people that are younger and older in all ages, with kind of like ageless entrepreneurialism? How do you see that being something that can really be a catalyst for change and creating opportunities in these challenges? Yeah,
0: I appreciate it. And I and I think you you know, obviously you you followed closely and you've been in under the roof of our culture in the office, and so I, I'm, I, I believe the generosity that you're feeling is that my organization knows that if we're going to be woke and we're going to be so amazing, this is not just being open to other people's you know, uh, races, uh, sexual orientations, uh, lifestyle choices. I think no question the number one group of people in our culture right now that are underestimated and suppressed for what they can bring to the table is the over 55 set. I mean, people completely, in, at least in my world, um, are are completely underestimating the impact, the value, the wisdom, uh, you know, the jokes of like not knowing how to use technology. Uh, I laugh listening, you know, my my organization's quite liberal and very loving, and, and I love that. I, I love the warmth uh, that comes into our organization, but the one place they don't see it is they wildly underestimate 48, 57, 63, 71, 82, 84. And so I think there's a lot of ageism. I really do. And uh, it's a a passion of mine and we're starting to hire that way. You know, we're going through a ton of of resumes and we're going to start hiring creatives um, and strategists that are over 60. Um, You know, uh, I... You know, you live in Summit, New Jersey, which is a a nice suburb of New York City. We we know that there's an extraordinary amount of uh, retired, actually have finished their careers, ad executives from the heyday of ad world, who actually just woke up and said, "Wait a minute, I'm 63 years young, I'm bored." Who we can hire them at good prices because they're going to be thrilled to be energized and do something. Uh, they don't need the salaries they used to make, and we're and we're excited about the impact they're going to make on our youth culture. I. This is, let's use this video as as a heed to action. If you're 50 to 90 and you feel like you still have it, you the answer is you do. Like if you actually have the hunger to produce an impact, uh, this is an incredible time. And so, you know, to answer your question directly, I think they need to be producing content at scale. Uh, you know, videos on LinkedIn and YouTube about things that are forever true, Jay. You know, like, like they're, it's incredible to me how many things are true Uh, at 44 that I learned at 22, 32, 37, you know, and and then that goes on and on and on, and so it's it's literally just a perspective. You know, there's so many people that dwell and think they were born into a bad situation, and instead of seeing the opportunity that the dirt under their fingernails allow them, they they decide that the machine and life is unfair, and they've been handed a bad hand, and they don't know how to play that hand, and, and the reason poker is such a, a game that I think attracts people to it besides the math is it's a game of life. You can. Get you know a seven a nine offsuit and navigate a victory, and we see that in the world all the time. And that's kind of how I see ageism right now. I don't get you, you know. I know this about you, J. See you navigating through social. I know the impact you've had in the office. Like, you live another forty fucking years. Like, what are we doing here? I don't understand that people don't understand. They're at halftime. They think it's over. You know, and I'm I'm blown away by that. And a I want them to start realizing that they've got decades left. And B, I want the 15, 25, 35 and 45 year olds that are watching here to realize how much value they can extract from the individuals. Okay, your grandma or your uncle or a mentor may not know how to be crunk on fucking TikTok, but they can teach you a ton of shit that you will not know for another two decades. So I am I hope they're inspired to make. It's about putting it out.
2: The, the big thing I talk to people because I get a chance to navigate and help them in their well-being and. Um, You know even business ideas you know it's interesting watching i've watched every one of these episodes and what was interesting was and it's funny because the other day when you did the thing with chris barr of bar nine i got so inspired because i've been speaking around the country ever since biggest loser um and like you it's you know being a speaker when you get in front of an audience it's like powerful you pull off their energy when i'm with people one-to-one you pull off their energy When i started trying to do some video it was like this feels weird because i'm like talking to a machine but what i found was and i called chris back because uh, i said look i got to tell you what gary said makes so much sense it's like exercise it doesn't feel comfortable the first time you do it but after a while you feel better about it and if you come from a place of what you're giving to somebody then you don't obsess about like how do i look and how do i sound so i'm 100 one of the big things i've gotten recently from you is most people know me for health and well-being but I've lived my life as a freaking entrepreneur. I've been in startups. I've been in, I've, I've been a uh, branding director for a $6 billion corporation. And I've had this a reflective background, and I wasn't speaking about my business entrepreneurship. And I'm going, like, shit, this is ridiculous. Like, what the hell's going on? So, thank you for that.
0: You're welcome, brother. I'm going to try to get to a bunch of people today. So, I, I only got 45 more minutes. So, I'm going to jump off a little early, but I appreciate that. And that's what happened with me with wine. You know, Jay, thanks for being on. Everybody, that's what happened with what Jay just said is what happened with me with wine. Like, you know, I was like, wait a minute, I want to talk about entrepreneurship and business. That's what I've actually been my whole life. I've been a entrepreneur, hustler, you know, grinder, flipper, businessman long before I was a wine guy. And and even though that's what I was first known for, you can always make that transition. So if you're watching right now and you want to be known for what you actually are versus what, and by the way, I see this a lot with attractive people, both guys and girls, like they're known for being attractive and they blew up on Instagram. But meanwhile, they're, they're, they've are they're they got so many skills and so many other things, start making content about what you want to be known for, not what the audience is giving you likes for. It's going to lead to a much happier life. The reality is, is that, you know, it's, it's not fun to be in the ecosystem of just living for the like. And so I, I just really, really hope people understand that. And yes, you will get far less likes. You know, when you're showing your huge guns, you're gonna get forty thousand likes. And when you're talking about architecture, you may get four thousand. When you're showing like a lot of skin and looking sexy as fuck and popping, you know, like you're gonna get a lot of likes. And when you start talking about flowers, you may not. But the reality is you have to speak what you're passionate about. It's the only way to get to happiness. And there's a lot of people unhappy right now because they're caught for what they were known for, and what they popped off for, and now they're stuck living for the likes. Let's keep it going. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Good, Ben. How are you?
3: I'm good, thank you. Um, My question is, um, I'm a graphic designer, and I'm really hard on myself in terms of I don't like what I create, so I'll have a really good idea, but I'm always stuck in this mindset of, is not good enough, I need to do better, I need to keep learning to improve, and that's hindering me ever investing in what I want to put out there. So I just wanna know how do I get out of that kind of mindset.
0: By realizing that that means that you're insecure to other people's feedback, or you grew up in an environment that you know, put you into a mindset, whether that was parenting, natural DNA, or the neighborhood you grew up in, and the people you surrounded yourself with, and, and you have to realize it's a ghost. You have to realize it's a ghost. You you're you're not right. And more importantly, everything is subjective. Everything is subjective. There is no right when it comes to art. The reason I'm so fluid with what I put out is some people think it's the greatest and some think people think it's dog shit. Some people think I'm repeating myself over and over. I think other people think that I'm so convicted in my truth that it's inspirational. My man, listen to me. The reality is is get out of your own fucking head. Know that it's a ghost. It's a ghost. It's not true. It's complete insecurity. It's complete insecurity, and the way you get out of it is practice. Okay. You know, you 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 got to you've got to get in. You've got to find a way to just hit enter and walk away. You know, yeah. or to just ship it. Like, yeah. it's it's a fucking ghost. It's not real. It's not.
3: I so promise when, you. Okay, so if I wanna put something like if I create something, I wanna get a physical version of it. Is it just a case of just do it Just and do it. Don't think about-
0: just do it, are, are, and are you looking to sell that physical version or looking to put it in your house?
3: Uh, well, a bit of both really, because that's what well, I, good I Let me. Te- good. I
0: I'm sorry, I apologize.
3: I kind of like have the insecurity of, I wanna buy something for myself, so like an art print, for example, but I'm like, it's not good enough, why should I buy it?
0: You know, it's interesting, I what I, what I think is, you, you know, for yourself, you get to just decide. You're the judge and the jury. but for the for the world, do not judge for them. You know you 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 don't get to judge for them. That's the reality. It's funny. Uh, I've been working with my best friend on this thing, wine text that I'm sure you've been hearing me promote for my dad. You know every yesterday we went through five hundred different wines to buy. you know, and i and I watch Brandon and he overthinks things, and I'm like, Brandon, we don't get to decide if this wine is great or not great. It's the consumer, you know? And the reality is, like, for example, uh, today is going to be a Pinot Noir. It's a $52 Pinot Noir that we're going to sell for, like, under 25 bucks. That's a good time. Dustin, put up the wine text. It's a perfect example, though. But it was a good discussion, and maps to yours. I'm like, Brandon, you know, I like this Pinot Noir style. You don't like this Pinot Noir style. Rick does. Jen does. Steven doesn't. It's everyone has their own palate. yeah. And you need to realize that Ben, that it's you know that you, you, there's audacity in you thinking it's wrong or right. You need the humility to realize they get to decide, not us.
3: Yeah. So it is just a matter of whatever I do really has to be good enough for me. It's just subjective whether whoever I put it out.
0: Like Correct, it. somebody's gonna always love it and somebody's gonna always help, hate it. This is coming down to you leaning into two core things, humility and self-confidence. Every day, humility, self-confidence. Humidly, you should make a fucking piece of art right now named humility and self-confidence and pin that shit on your fucking wall and look at it every time and see this fucking face and then just make and post.
3: I'll put your face next to it and then that'll be my daily inspiration.
0: Good. and I'll buy it. I love you, buddy. Take care. Good. Cheers. Cheers. Good kid. I like that, dude. I'm always gonna be yelling. i love somebody stop yelling at me, Gary. I got good news for you. I'm gonna be yelling to the fucking end of earth. That is what I'm going to be doing because that yelling is coming from the sweetest, fucking sweetest, kindest, caringest place you could ever imagine. It might come out Jersey. It might come out Alpha. It may come out like a competitive fucker like I am, but I promise you, where this shit comes from, where this fucking seed comes from, is the fucking sweetest, kindest, most empathetic, caring, sympathetic fucking energy you'll ever taste. Let's keep it going.
4: Hey, Gary. Good morning.
0: Good morning, Crystal. So, um, I own a sewing
4: company, uh, in Nashville. It's been growing for the last. I'm just gonna jump right into it. Um, it's it. been growing for the last like four and a half years or so. Um, I've bootstrapped from the beginning. I've like taken up as little space as possible. And now finally like signed a lease on March 1st for a huge space. Need every bit of it when it's busy. (laughs) My sewing company caters to entertainment. All of my, oh, (laughs) exactly. So then on March 3rd, we had a tornado like blow right by my window. Um, Miss my business, knock out like all kinds of other businesses, homes and everything like F4 tornado back. Um, so for a week, week and a half, everything was really shuttered. And then we jumped straight into COVID quarantine. So all of my contracts canceled needing, uh, needing any kind of sewing for the next like six months. I think festival season picks up June, July, August, somewhere around there. Um, so like two weeks ago week and a half ago i sent you an email and i said all right i'm gonna do exactly what you say to do (laughs) and i'm going to go full out and i I had already started like i built a website that had nothing to do with my my nashville-based business i just built like myname.com all of the things that i love and i'm going to document and chronicle like every step of what i'm going through and learning like in terms of sustainable fashion in terms of entrepreneurship in terms of like taming my Mustang horse, Um, all of these little things, right? I love, I love. A few days later, the Forbes article comes out saying, we need help sewing masks. And I was like, this is going to cost me a lot of money. And if I'm going to go out of business, like I just, I felt it. Like I knew that this is what I needed you know, to do. Like- I knew it was right. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, you know what? And
0: and not just I can already feel your energy, not just as a wonderful human being from altruism, but also having those instincts of an entrepreneur and things of that nature, and saying, you know, this is the right thing to do. And and if God willing, something nice comes out of it on the back end, then so be it. And if not, so be it.
4: Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't like everyone's wearing masks. No. Isn't there like such a fine line between chronicling and documenting exactly what you're doing because it's the right thing to do, right? And then doing it because you want people to see you doing the right thing.
0: Like- Yeah, I mean, look, you know, to your point, one of the things that confuses people about me so much, especially my assistants and people that are close to me is I'm doing all these nice things and I don't bring them up at all. Right. You (laughs) You sent
4: me powers once. It's changed my like my whole month. Thank you. Yeah, it did. Anyway, keep going. So, anyways, so yeah, I started documenting it and I was like, I was posting to TikTok every day. I was posting to YouTube. I was posting to LinkedIn. Like the tutorials went on on YouTube. The, the, uh, the. Crystal,
0: what's your website so we can throw it up here while you're talking?
4: Oh, uh, crystaldouglas.com, just the way that my name's spelled. Um, Keep going. So, anyways, I did it and it blew up. Um, I ended up in the New York Times. Uh, I ended up on NPR, like all of these things. And I was like, I didn't expect that. Um, and then the contract started coming and the way that I, and yeah, I've been sewing like 14 hours a day <laughs> um, and I got all of my girls back to work. Um, and the way that I structure my company, everybody says that I pay too high. I pay high because that's what it's worth because I do the work and I know exactly what it takes.
0: Plus, so my question, you're building your business. you like, I, I pay too high too. Like, I mean, and, and pay too low. Sometimes they say like, who gives a shit what they say? That's not the tell. Anytime somebody tells you you're you're paying too much, you tell them look them dead in the face and just say that's very sweet. You worry about your fucking business. Okay, got Honestly, it. <laughs> like people are like Gary, you pay too much here. I'm like, uh huh. They're like, no, you're paying too low here. I'm like, oh, and there's forty seven thousand creators that I can hire. Supplying to me, like it's not super complicated. You know, like like I get to choose. Like you get to run your business, Sally.
4: Yes, exactly. There really aren't a lot of seamstresses in Nashville.
0: Yeah, There's no, not the, the, having anybody tell you anything about your business is similar to anybody telling you on how to raise your kids. It's a joke. We we me included, we can talk in the macro, but in full detail, like you, you know, that mm-hmm. that gets silly because one knows there unless somebody's asking, then you answer. But, you know, I, I understand. Don't don't worry about that. Don't spend another second on that ever 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 again in your life. Like yeah. don't overthink that.
4: because yeah, now I'm slammed because what's so funny is in that initial email, I was like, if I fail, I want a job interview at Chattanooga VaynerMedia because I am doing exactly what you said to do. I swear, <laughs> if I go down, I'm going down leading the charge. If I get evicted, I, I, I want a, a job interview. That's what I want. And I didn't fail, so you don't have to do that. Um,
0: <laughs> my you know, question- Crystal, funny thing happens. When people actually do what I'm saying, which, oh, by the way, is fucking free advice and they actually do it yeah. for a sustained period of time, most times they do not fail. Sometimes people don't have enough talent and, and they're delusional about what they're up to. But if they follow it, it's so tried and true. It's so tried and true. I'm such it's an so old true. school tried and true.
4: If anybody's watching this and they're scared to actually go full out and play full out, like I am no one on social media and those videos have 120,000
0: views. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah, I mean look, it's there's, it's, yeah, it's just so free. It's fucking free. Huh? Absolutely. It's amazing. Well,
4: my question yes. yesterday, it was how do you balance um, the things that you, that you want to do versus the things that you need to do? But then when I woke up today, the question is now, how do I really build a profitable business when I don't care about the money?
0: By not building as profitable a business as you could, but still make it profitable enough that it sustains. It's how I run my businesses.
4: And how do I make it profitable enough where it sustains itself?
0: Because here I'm going on well, your you five, yeah. You can't. Seven, you can't be. Yeah. yeah. You have to be. Uh, you have to be profitable, or you'll go out of business. Right. You. If you want to be charitable, and this this might work for you because this helped me. If you want to be charitable, be charitable as a human being with the profits you make. Okay. If, you, if you're tr- if you're charitable within your business, there won't be a business. Okay. You have to no, make a profit. It. You see what I'm saying? It, this really helped yeah. me. I struggled with it. I I did my charitable work within my business. I didn't fire people that deserved to be fired. I did all yeah. sorts of things. And then I realized, well, if Wine Library goes out of business, and then later, if VaynerMedia goes out of business, I'm not doing anything for anybody. So let me get this profitable. It hurts, but I transformed into having that decision-making capability. And I've always had it. I never was underwater. I never was losing money. But you no. need to have a little bit of a nest egg to right. have a sustainable business and and then I I do a ton of things I'm very proud of with yeah. my money after I take it from the business so you're able to do that as well
4: yeah i think i'm right there in that in that like fine gray area of of you know you, you Let want me, do your you struggle, to do struggle do you struggle out.
0: do you struggle with firing people
4: oh yeah let me, oh, let, me tell,
0: let me tell you something that really, really it was by it still is and was by far the hardest thing for me as an operator. What you you'll be surprised. This is going to hurt me saying it, and it's you, I think it's going to help you. Once you realize that that's your ego talking, it's going to help you a lot. Mm. One of the things that happens with people like us that I'm sensing from you is you feel like they're better off with you that you can shelter them that they're Mm -hmm. not not good, and I did this all the time, they're not good, so if I let them out into the wild, they're gonna really suck out there. I, I knew you were gonna get this. So the reality is it's not true, and what you're doing is you're building up subconscious resentment towards them, which allows you not to manage them properly, and you would do them a much bigger favor by letting them go and giving them maybe a little bit bigger severance package or maybe a month's of pay or something than doing yeah. doing what you're doing right now.
4: Yeah. Okay. Whoa. You have no idea what I'm walking away with.
0: <laughs> I, do, I, I do know. That's why. That's why. That's why this format has been so great, right? Like you, you know, not having to be rushed and kind of trying to go for a fast impact, like I do on the podcast or Ask Gary Vee. Like by spending these few minutes, I could start really getting a sense of you and I was like, oh fuck, I think she's dealing with uh, You, not only do I know what you're leaving here with, as happy as you are with me right now, because you listened and it worked, What could have been the worst time of your career, turned into the best, Mm -hmm. you're gonna love me even more for this one, because in two or three years, Mm -hmm. you're gonna be just happier.
4: Yeah. Can I ask one more question?
0: I'm gonna get to everybody else, but we can have you back on next week.
4: I just want to know if you're doing 4Ds in Chattanooga.
0: Um, We will, we will, yes. We're just trying to figure it out but yes and I'll be there and then we get to high five it out. All right, thank you. see ya. Um, 4Ds is a daily digital deep dive. It's a one day consulting product that we do uh, at uh, the Sasha Group which is the uh, agency that we have. Shout out to the Sasha Group. Let's throw up the Sasha Group's uh, URL here. If you're a small business, you should check out the Sasha Group. I know people's in the small, it's really interesting, that business is exploding right now. A lot of people backed out because small businesses now have sudden can a four to $50,000 consulting thing or whatever they're doing with Sasha. And on, on the flip side, a ton of people um, have gone the other way and have gone heavy there. So if you're an SMB, a sized business, and you're finally ready to do this right, especially if you work with an agency, uh, you should definitely go to Sasha Group and hit us up. Let's keep this going.
5: Joe. Hey, Gary, how you doing? Really well. What's cooking? Glad to hear it. So to kind of jump right in, I took your advice about nine months ago and I left um, a job I had in tech sales making uh, really good money to essentially go back into the golf industry where golf is my passion.
2: Good for you, Jay. And
5: uh, a completely new position. I've done like management and sales my whole life and I took over all the operations for the company. Um, we're just a small premium accessory company uh so my question with that is so on top of that i ended up uh getting met getting i'm getting mentored by uh, my boss and um how do you keep that perspective of you know moving forward knowing that there is that patience part of it but also like I said, there's some days where I'm sitting here at work and I have no idea what I'm doing just from the standpoint of, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Operations right. to me is a completely new uh, field in general. Does it, and feel, so,
0: does it feel right? Do you feel intuitively right? Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, right. I mean,
5: I think it's one of those things where I've always loved like the sales and the management side, like coaching, but the operations, I've really found a passion. Enjoyable. I really,
0: I, It's like a game. Yeah, I really right? enjoy it's it. It's like a game. Yeah. Ops is fun. And, uh I'm super pumped about this question because it's an easy one. Like, don't beat yourself up.
5: Yeah, uh, it's really I mean, as simple
0: as try and have good intent. And when you make a mistake, own it, be accountable, and try. Have good intent, accountability. Try. Like leadership comes with accountability. Yeah, it, I agree. You know, like, like just watching business people. Uh, just watching the world, like anybody who blames others at the top is losing. Like a CEO yeah. blaming somebody else, like oh, you know, like my 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 general manager fucked it up. You hired the general manager.
5: I agree. Yeah. You know, like so.
0: You know, like I I, I don't. Everything stems from the top. Like football owners, they're like, you know, my general manager. I mean, you hired him. My coach sucks. You hired the general manager. They hired the coach. Like if you're not accountable in operations. That's the only vulnerability you have. Everything else has to be good intent and effort.
5: Yeah. So with that, cause I a hundred percent agree on the accountability. That's something I try to uh, really embody uh, because you have to be accountable. I find myself almost like you said, it's I find myself beating myself up from the standpoint of like, I I've tried taking your advice and, you know, the good and negative comments, let them kind of just go through the same. Don't really think about it. But I find myself when there's people I really look up to, like my boss, right? said he's mentoring me in a lot of ways when I do something like, it's not that he, he doesn't beat me up for it, but it's just like, okay, you did it wrong. I almost take it harder, even though it is like, I'm trying, I know I'm going to like screw up. So is it just essentially just, I don't know, like turn you your go- brain off on you-
0: that. Did you golf? Yeah. Like I, I I, fuck man, you're so set up for this. Like no. what did you cry and quit on the seventh hole when you missed a five foot putt? No. Okay, what are you gonna cry? Especially you're so lucky. I was waiting for the shooter drop that the mentor was not giving the feedback in a way that was palpable and then you drop that the mentor is dropping the feedback in a very palpable way. Yeah. Which, which then, is, you know it's really funny when you, when a leader goes nice about it it almost makes you want to rise up even more, right? Yeah. Man, let me promise you something about your mentor based on what I'm hearing. She or he? He. He He already knows. Yeah. Like he knew that you didn't have 15 years of operational experience.
5: Yeah, it's true.
0: He already knew. When I hire people and they make all these different mistakes, I knew they didn't know how to do it. When When I move people from a different job into a new job and they fail miserably, I'm not upset with them. I knew there was a risk factor. He he knows, bro.
5: Yeah. He also, I I find... he also
0: knows that you have the demeanor, the energy, I can even feel it in this call, to fucking figure it out over the next three years and be fucking great at it.
5: Yeah. I just I get, I, yeah, I just beat myself up really quick Stop over crying. it. Stop crying. Yeah.
0: Every second you sit there and dwell that you let him down or you're disappointed in yourself is a second that you're not putting in to figuring out how to be better at it.
5: Yeah, it's it's true.
0: It's I know, bro. Listen, promise me, the second you go down that pipe, be like, fuck, if Gary's watching right now, he'd punch me. Like, you know, like, like, just go there. Go to, like, don't let yourself go there. It's a complete waste yeah. of time. Who gives a fuck?
5: I agree. Who cares? Yeah. No, it's, it's great advice, it's true.
0: Use what made you good at golf to focus on this. You just can't dwell on the last putt because if you do, your whole day is gonna be ruined.
5: Hey, you're fucked if you do that. <laughs>
0: That was the first time in your voice that you had conviction. Just convert that now into ops. Bro, I make mistakes every day. Big ones.
5: Yeah.
0: Now. Gary Vee.
5: Yeah. I. It's true. You got this, uh, Joe. You got this. The golf thing.
0: The golf thing. Okay. Got it? Because that was the first time in your voice you're like, of course. I'm like, right. Because I'm the business version of that. Like, of course. Got it? (laughs) Got it. Got it? Got
5: it. Good. Take care, Joe. Thanks, Gary.
0: You got it. Fuck man, I love this show. Nine thirty-seven in the morning. What's good? What's good? What's good? Sharon, great to see you. Irene LB. Dennis Davis wants that punch. Anthony Rondon. What's good? Jerry Young, thank you so much. Thanks for being here. coming Mangadik, thank you so much for being here. Mindy Vasquez. Lyle, what's up, bro? Good morning, my man. How you doing? One of my favorite, favorite artists out here. Let's throw up your website right, right here. People need to buy some of your art today.
6: So it's uh, LyleFoxman.com. So check out my artwork. Easy. But actually, Good. Hanging good. in there. Good. But uh, I, actually, I want to talk about education today. I went back to teaching in public school back in the fall. And we have this big shift now in education where it was structured and rules and within a matter of two to three weeks we had to go from the classroom to online and the classroom very structured to now where teachers have to uh be more creative and where administrators and everybody are saying to be creative uh and figure it out
0: yep daniel we are live uh, and- okay so this fucking worked wow this is huge for you
6: Yeah. And, and it's huge for, but I think, and this is where it goes into my questions is where, you know, teachers now have to do this. A lot of teachers aren't comfortable doing that because they've been for over a hundred years, education has been, you know, for, yeah for the workers. I get it. You know what I fucking think. Go ahead. So So. so how can teachers now and the, the ones that are uncomfortable take leadership and ownership in changing a public education system, especially when we go back.
0: They can't. They can't mm-hmm. change the system. They can just be an individually great teacher and play within it. The biggest problem that people understand is like the system change is super macro. It's on a, mm-hmm. it's on a state and, and national level. Like, plus there's a an enormous percentage of people within the teachers unions who don't want it to change. Right. The way they teach it is not within the system, brother. The way you teach it, the way you change it, is outside the system. That's why I've always won, Lyle. I don't play within the fucking framework. I play outside the fucking framework.
6: Mm -hmm. So what should what should teachers be doing now to like if you
0: have if you have thirty one if you have thirty one teacher Kyle if you have right now they need to be pumping into the video classrooms the stuff they want not what Mm -hmm. they're forced to by the curriculum because shit's wild wild west.
6: Right. Yeah, teach it is. A, kid, wow, 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 teach, wow. I know.
0: So teach these kids real shit. Yeah. because Some shit they have to fucking memorize that's on their fucking phone that they can regurgitate.
6: Yeah, because I, I had some one of the you know, some of the best one-on-one interactions with my students that I've had since starting back up in the fall. Of
0: course, bro. Because the fucking format of education in the classroom is horseshit. It just is. And then it takes great teachers to break it within that framework. And right now you're outside that framework where you can break mm-hmm. it even more. And the triple, the first move is a teacher that goes into a classroom and says, fuck this, I'm gonna fucking make these kids' lives better and does what they do and then kinda of just checks the box for the fucking machine. The second move is right now, now that the whole system's broken, you can do all sorts of shit and that's where you're seeing some action. The third move, your master question, is very simple. 21 teachers get together and say fuck this shit, find an entrepreneur and some funding, start a fucking alternative school and fucking go. All
6: right. So are so
0: doing it within the public school system.
6: Yeah. So so what do you think education, you know, should look like? I know you you didn't like school, so I think education I can- should
0: be individual. I think we should be reverse engineering every fucking child and figuring them out, and whether it's vocational, entrepreneurial, or proper structured old school school system, lawyer, doctor, like like human-based, not machine based. Exactly. But guess what? That's on parents. Mm-hmm you know you it's our fucking parents
6: funny that you said that because a lot of the parents are coming back now and like because it was always like the teacher's fault and a lot of the parents are going oh i see i see what you were talking about <laughs> remember what i just talked about with leadership
0: with the last thing it's yeah. always always the parent's fault
6: yeah yeah yeah
0: just don't teach got, her because, and fucking because, charge. are your fucking child
6: yeah because they're, they're, now they have- they're, they're,
0: they're there for seven hours a day for fucking, you know, two thirds of the year. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. That's called lack of accountability by parents. Yeah, you, don't now- like what they're, you don't like what they're learning at school? Tell them to be like me and be a fucking F student and then teach them some shit after school. Get the fuck out of here, parents. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, parents.
6: Yeah, because now they have to sit there with their child and help Forget them. Forget
0: that horseshit. They're just annoyed by their kids. That's not what they're worried about. <laughs> what they're worried about is they don't want to be accountable. People don't want to be accountable for shit. Even their children, businesses, their fucking manager jobs, their salaries. People hate to be accountable. People love to judge others for what they suck at. People don't like to look at the fucking mirror, Lyle. Once they learn how to look at the mirror, they get happy. Mm -hmm. It's hiding. Come on. Thank you, bro. All
6: right, wait, I have one one more. My son has one question. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Jason.
0: Jason, what's good? Hi. Hi. Did you watch WrestleMania? Hell yeah,
6: you? What, what'd you think of the new format?
0: I I, I like fans, I need fans, <laughs> but they did a good job. They did the best they can. Jason, what's your favorite football team?
1: My favorite Jets. Jets. Jets.
0: Good boy, good boy. Good job, Lyle, way to save that one. Have a great day, Jason, give your dad a kiss. You got a good daddy. All right, take care, brother. All right, let's see what's going on. Jesse, what's good? Monica Torres, what's good? Caleb Ganger, what's good? Uh, Kenneth, you could be on this service by going to Twitter, asking your question, and using the hashtag with Gary V, and then somebody from Team Gary V's Twitter account will reach out to you, and and find you and get you on the show in the coming weeks. Dave Garcia, what's good? What's good? Well, oh, I like that. Nice work, Dustin. Let's keep this going. Hey, Gary. Hi. Hey, Laura. Uh, how are you? Good.
7: Um, so excited to be on with you. Um, Thank you. So. I have, like, a million questions, so I was trying to, like, compile <laughs> them um, So I more or less want to be a writer as of my career. Um, I've had a travel blog since 2008. Um, I wrote a book last year. I kind of did everything self-published. I wanted to learn everything. I kind of wanted to learn the ropes of it all. So I, So I love that. It's great. But the sales are not there. Um I made I sold like 65 copies, just my own marketing and all that stuff and what my own platform and all that. But I have a second one and I'm not sure what to do with it because you're worried about the sales? I'm worried about the sales, but I'm also like I want to get it out there. Like I want this to, to really be my career. And I'm not sure if this is like because I get stuck at like oh, I've been doing this for twelve years, da da, like maybe this is something. Like is this something like I should keep
0: going with or is it like, Look, hey, 12, give it up or? 12 years is a real at bat. Like I'm proud mm-hmm. of you. Yeah, like, You persevered and hung in. Like this is tough to say, but sometimes maybe not. There's a lot of people who wanna be a rapper and they're yeah. not good enough. There's people yeah. that wanna be actors and not good enough. There's yeah. people that wanna be writers and not good enough. Now, you know, I'm Mr. Optimist, but I'm also Mr. Practical. Right. I don't think that has to be a bad thing. Here, let me tell you why. I think the energy of it not working for this for this period of time mm-hmm. actually in a lot of ways sometimes becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy of not letting it happen. I believe that if you go and try to jam on some other stuff that also makes you happy, mm-hmm. be creative, sometimes mm-hmm. that becomes the unlock. All of a sudden, like I can see a scenario where you start like fucking starting a, a flower podcast because ironically you also like flowers, that right. creativity gets going a little something, but then that mm-hmm. triggers the creativity, you start finding yourself two years later, starting to write a little bit and then yeah. that popped off what you're doing.
7: Yeah. I mean, I started writing on elephant journal too. Love a different type of writing because I, I don't travel like I used to. I started this mm-hmm. when I was 18. So mm-hmm. I I'm 30 now. So I've changed so much in those, in that period of time. So I actually enjoy that type of writing where so I'm, my website is now where it's, I have my travel when I can, and then I write also whatever I wanna write about. But like my main thing about my books is like how to deal with anxiety, and like. Um, how,
0: much, how much free content are you putting out on the internet with you in video form talking about those subject matters? I actually hate video. Why? I, I'm just not a video person. Like you're, I, you're a video person right now, you're doing extremely well. I know, but I hate it. Why? <laughs> are you self conscious about your looks?
7: No, it's not that. I just you, don't feel like I have like the personality for you're it. You're wrong. I really don't. You're wrong. Yeah.
0: You've decided that for yourself subjectively.
7: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. It, it's just, it's not, I guess it's uncomfortable for me to kind of like talk to myself, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So what you could do is actually start a a Zoom or a or live you could go live where there's other people, like right now. Jerry Young's here, and Sunshiney, mm-hmm. and Robert right. Blake, and that makes me feel more comfortable. Like Robert right. Gerva, like Brian B, like maybe. I mean, I I couldn't disagree with you more. I've mm-hmm. inter, I've done this a ton and yeah. recognize when people are wildly uncomfortable with video. Yeah, uh, yeah. You've arbitrarily, from an insecure place, or mm-hmm. a subjective place, or an ideological place, or just a random thought place, have decided that.
7: Yeah. But didn't you say too though, because I've like followed you for so many years and I'm like huge on your content. Like if that's not your strong
0: suit, should you not? That's right. That's right. right. But I've got a problem with that. Yeah. You've given writing 12 years. You've given video zero fucking days. Yeah. I don't know if it's your strong suit. And guess who else doesn't know? You. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. Well, good. Because that's some real shit. Like that was a good, that's a fun moment. You might be right. I'm just intuitive about this, and feel like you could definitely talk to the video camera, yeah, I would just have to like you know I'm sure it's uncomfortable for a bit, but I guess I just oh my gotta... God, watch this are you are you do you see any are you watching in a way that you can see comments somewhere? yeah, a little bit right. yeah. real quick, everybody, how many of you are doing video now like it, but hated it at first? Go give me a yes, <laughs> I promise you, you're about to be blown away, so many people struggle yeah. with it at first, yeah. but like. you're you're gonna see so many yeses right now because like people, I mean, almost everybody, by the way. There's actually, most people are, I mean, look at this. This is fucking ridiculous. Yeah,
7: Yeah, but I guess, so my other quick question though is because I have this second book and it's for like anxiety for teens because I just, you know, a lot of kids are struggling.
0: You need to make three videos a day on TikTok about anxiety for teens for four months and then when you put the book out, it'll fucking sell like crazy. This is why we're having this convo.
7: Yeah. But do you think but do you think like there's a difference between like self-publishing or traditional or it doesn't matter? No, both win, both
0: lose. Yeah. I think nobody knows who the fuck you are. And then when you try to sell something, it's hard to sell.
7: Yeah, because the problem is is like I've gotten a lot of feedback over the years of like, oh I love your stuff, I love your stuff, but then I'm like, but it's not showing in sales or it's not showing in like numbers, you know what I mean? I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong?
0: What you're doing wrong is not building a personal brand to leverage against. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're also crushing this video conversation. Everyone's going crazy. No, seriously, don't don't do this to yourself. Yeah. I want you to make two to three fucking. I want you to do two to three fucking videos on TikTok a day about anxiety, and you'll fucking have a. Like in three months, you'll have a real audience of young adults that will want to buy your book. Yeah. Like, Like we're fucking in the prime moment. Of being able to get to that audience because of TikTok, like it's a fucking gift. You won't open the fucking gift. It's a gift. You won't open it. I know. It.
7: I, know. I I was I was starting to play with it a little bit and put out like I put like you know I'm just messing with it to try Good. to get it out there. I'm trying, but you're not
0: putting yourself in it.
7: No, not necessarily. But like, I mean, I posted one. I got like 400 views, and I was like, this shit's insane. So what the fuck are we doing here? I don't, <laughs>
0: I don't know. What's your Instagram? Uh, it's Travel
7: Jersey Girl, but it's spelled J-E-R-Z. Okay. girl.
0: De- uh, Dustin, find that, pin that. I want everybody to, how many followers do you have?
7: Uh, like 1850,
0: I think. Nice, nice number. Good, let's get that up. So is that no, right? No, it's, is- it's
7: J-E-R-Z, no Y.
0: No Y, Dustin. <laughs> um, you know, uh, Laura, what, what, Laura, what part of Jersey to- are you from?
7: I'm actually from Edison, New Jersey. I'm from the same town.
0: That's amazing. What high I school know. did you go to? And did you? No, he spelled it wrong. I again. know he's a fuck, Dustin. <laughs> go ahead, Laura. Um, do you know Edison High School? Yeah, I would. I would have went to J.P. Stevens. Oh, we didn't like, like you. I know. I'm aware. But good news, I moved <laughs> right before high school to Hunterdon County, so I went oh. to Hunterdon High School. Oh, okay. Laura, listen to me. You're making yeah. a huge fucking mistake. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. i got right. Like, we need to talk this through.
7: No, I mean, listen. I mean, we're all fucking quarantined, so I have nothing but time. So I might as well just say fuck it and try it, right?
0: Look, every like Beth wants to follow you so bad, like people want to. Yeah. Listen to me. You have you're a Jersey girl. You can mm. do this. Going yeah. up at going through Edison High is way harder than fucking making a TikTok. <laughs> yeah.
7: Well I also because I feel like I resonate with you so much because we're from Jersey and I knew you were from Jersey somehow because that like the cursing and like the Jerseyness, I'm like, nah, he's from Jersey. But like I also feel like that could I'm sure you've had the same thing where it's like, hey, you shouldn't curse so much.
0: But I'm I like, can, but yes, that well, was my but I'm like, That's me but so. fuck them. Exactly. I, yeah. I promise you, you be fully you on TikTok three mm-hmm. times a day. Really mm-hmm. get into the culture of TikTok, what kind of videos make? And you fuck. Laura, listen to me. These young girls and guys need you. Yeah. Don't do this for me. Don't do this for yeah. you. Do that for them. Make yeah, I mean, videos. Do it for them. You yeah. Two, now you have 2,045 followers on Instagram. What's your TikTok?
7: Um, it's the same thing. Travel jersey girl across the board. Twitter. Twitter, same. Do you have a YouTube? I do not, but I have Because
0: you don't make uh, videos.
7: No. <laughs> no. I tried back in the day. I tried. And I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm not about it. Listen but, to me. Yeah.
0: Listen to me. I'm telling you, this is this this moment was for this.
7: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Corona happened so we could talk.
7: I I agree.
0: So good. Yeah. You're a fucking jersey girl. You should not have a problem with this. I mean that. I know. You could do this. I know. Tell me some real shit. Tell me why you're not doing it. Is there anything I'm not thinking about like weird stalker boyfriend or fucking no. bad? I'm, tr- I'm I'm being really real. No, 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 I, figure- I want you to win, so I want to know.
7: It's just like uncomfortable it's just uncomfortable.
0: Honestly. Yeah, I think you could, I think intuitively, I think you can break through. Yeah, and I honestly think it's just like a like and Laura, real quick before you finish, yeah. Because I want everybody here. I swear to God, I don't do this all the time. There's a lot of calls I do. There's a lot of people I interact with. I don't push them all the time because I don't always think they can. Mm-hmm. There's some weird fuckers out there, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? They're not gonna. They're not. But I really think you can do this.
7: Yeah, I mean, because I want like with my books too. Because I've struggled with anxiety too, so it's just like it's very personal to me. So I just feel like between I, I,
0: I need you to be more vulnerable in your videos then and put them yeah. on TikTok. Help these kids. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you right now, you can't imagine how huge you can get on TikTok with this truth, with this jersey ness. Yeah. Like, once you get going, like, yeah. somebody, I talked to somebody the other day and she's a little bit more of a comfortable content creator. Mm-hmm. It literally took her four hours. She dm me. She's like, You fucking changed the game for me already. I'm killing it. <laughs> like, voice impressions, different things. There's so yeah. much cool shit going on there. Yeah. I, I think you can find your spot. I'm telling you. All right. I believe you. Are you gonna do it or are you like bullshit No, 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 crazy? I will.
7: I mean, I'm i am not gonna lie to you. I am very uncomfortable about trying to do it, but I'm gonna play with it and see and just,
0: I mean, I have nothing to lose at this There's point. Nothing, what's gonna happen? You're like fucking, you're like best friend from college. You're gonna be like, oh, you fucking suck at TikTok. Oh, I can give you two bucks about, <laughs> well, so th- about that. But. So listen, then, that. that's what I believe. Like I'm systematically going through the cliche reasons one doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm personally, no, I'm not stuck. I almost feel like, like, You just fucking decided.
7: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But things change, right? Yeah. You can undecide. Yeah. (laughs) Lord, do this, please. Yeah. Do me a favor, promise me this because everyone's following you right now and so right. like they're gonna tell me tomorrow that you fucking-
7: I know, shit. that's why I was-
0: Yeah, it's over. You're me nervous. Yeah, you're in deep shit now. We've got, everyone's watching and I everybody's know. following. everyone's following you now so tomorrow mm-hmm. they're all gonna be back because I'm back tomorrow. I'm about to wrap up here at 9 a.m. I can't wait to see all of you back. We're all following you.
7: Yeah.
0: I'm gonna put my whole team on it. <laughs> no pressure, I, right? <laughs> I need you to make two or three TikToks today and two or three Instagram. Make an Instagram video where you just talk mm. about things. Okay. You can do this. I'm uncomfortable as fuck, but okay. I like that because the most uncomfortable as fuck shit usually mm-hmm. leads to the best shit. Yeah. By the way, they need to hear you. You you, you can help them. Do you understand that if you get serious about TikTok, you're gonna save a child's life? No. Yeah. I, I know, I mean it's. Well, you're not saving shit with 65 bullshit books sold on fucking Amazon, Laura. Well, uh, yeah. Do you, are you looking at me, do you understand right now? Yeah. So here's what's really gonna happen, listen to me. Mm-hmm. You go on TikTok, you go fucking ham, mm-hmm. you're gonna build a real fucking audience, I promise you, I can feel it with my whole fucking soul. Mm-hmm. Those A, you're gonna save kids' lives in that content, B, a bunch of them are gonna buy books, which is gonna make you happy, because you've been wanting to be a fucking writer for your whole life, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a fucking self-fulfilling prophecy of fucking good versus you decided you don't do it and nothing fucking happens. Right. I mean, and those 64 books, you know fucking a half of the people that bought it. Yeah. yeah. Two thirds. Yeah. Uncle Lou bought fucking 20 of them. Mm -hmm. So let's fucking get serious here, Laura. Okay. TikTok to the fucking face. Okay. I mean, I don't even know what the hell I would say, but. I'm gonna tell you what to do right now. Okay. You're gonna go and right now literally hang up and watch three, four hours of TikTok. Literally, Mm -hmm. watch click the trending topics, go in your feed for you page, and just watch, 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 watch. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see trends. You're gonna be like, oh, mm-hmm. everyone's doing this. Okay, my way of talking about that through mm-hmm. the lens of anxiety, I'm gonna make this video. You're gonna okay. fucking figure it out. I believe in you, you're creative. Okay. All right.
7: All right, well, thank you so much.
0: You're welcome so much. All right, thank we'll you. Talk to you soon. Okay. What an episode hope everybody enjoyed it. Now I gotta go speak to 1,500 executives in a humongous company. So I'm gonna go into that stream, some old school software, none of this tremendous uh, stream yard. Anyway, real quick, last pitch, I got you dad. Last pitch, put it up right here, Wine Text today. If I'm bringing you value, this is not even for me. It's not empathy, it's for pops. For my dad who I love the most, please sign up for Wine Text today, today. 50, 50 plus dollar Pinot Noir, that's bonkers for under 25 bucks a bottle. Uh, It's gonna sell out probably within 30 minutes, so when you get the text, do it. Please sign up for Wine Text. If you do, when you get the confirmation thank you screen, post it on Twitter, I wanna follow you as a thank you. I love you, Dustin, thank you so much for the ones and twos. We'll be back tomorrow full time. Good show today. As we end today's podcast, I wanna give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny, people that leave daily on uh, our favorite reviews so dean take it away which were our favorites this week
6: thank you gary today's review morning energy shot written in by Michaelo panchishak says listen to gary every morning during my run and drive he really gets you pumped up for the day and gives you confidence to get after it love you gary thank you so much for writing in and remember keep leaving reviews because yours could be next